Here come the billows that are tossing you. Well, it's gonna pass. The sun's gonna break through. The clouds are gonna roll back like the sea. And if the trials, my soul learns patience. Oh, how sweet will be the victory. Second Samuel chapter 9. I'll read down to verse 8 and then I'll skip down and read verse 13. The Bible said, and David said, Is not there any that is left in the house of Saul that I may show kindness for Jonathan's sake? And there was and there was of the house of there was the house of Saul a servant whose name was Ziba. And when they had called him unto David, and the king said unto him, Art thou Ziba? And he said, Thy servant is he. And the king said, Is there not yet one of the house of Saul that I may show kindness of God unto him? And Ziba said, The king said, Jonathan yet hath a son, which, but the Bible says, which is lame on his feet. And the king said unto him, Where is he? And Ziba said unto the king, Behold, he is the house of Makara, is that how you say that? And the son of Amiel in Ludabar. Then, then David said, and then David, then David sent and and fed and fed him out of the house of Makar, and the son of Amiel from Ludabar. And when now, help me say this word here. Help my, my, I had to get my wife to tell me this. I don't know how many times here. Mephibosheth, she, she tells, tells me that every time. And when Mephibosheth, now I, I'm, trying not, I'm trying to say that right. I can't talk plain anyway. So. And the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come to David, and he fell on his face, and he did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth, that's, I done good that time, didn't he? And he answered and said, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father, and thou shalt eat bread of my table continually. Verse 8 says, And he bowed his head, and he said, What is thy servant 
that thou shouldest look upon such a dog as I am. In verse 13, I'll, re- I'll jump down to that. So Mephibosheth dwelt in the Jerusalem, for he did eat, and remember that, did eat continually at the king's table, and the Bible says he was lame on his feet. I want to talk for just a few minutes, and I preached, I guess some, some of you may have been at seven pounds and heard me preach this, and, and could not get away from it, so I'm going to preach it to you. That'd be all right, and uh, see which way the Lord will let me do this, and I see this, but I want to talk tonight on no more crumbs, no more crumbs, and and I was looking through this, and I, and I studied this out, I guess, a whole lot, I guess, about a month ago before I went to Seven Pines, and the Lord kind of brought this back uh, to my remembrance. And the devil don't like it when you get saved. How many knows that? The devil don't like to see you born again saved, see your life turned around, headed in a different direction. Uh, and no doubt he would love to see you backslide. He'd like to see you give up. He'd like to see you lay your cross and your Bible down uh, and just go back to the house and quit. You say amen? Uh, so if he can't do that, he's going to try every way in the world to try to sneak around things and do this and do that and make you live below where you're supposed to be living. You say, man, the Bible, the Bible talks about having doubt and fear and unbelief, but they need to have power and love and a sound mind tonight. You say, man, uh, but I was looking at how the devil tries to bind us down and bound us down and. And I don't know, I may preach this different. I'm done feeling something to, to go a different direction anyway than what, what I did. But uh, I, I know how he always, he wants us to feel like we're living below where we're supposed to be living, Brother Smith. Uh, he, he found out, he, he tried to get a lot of us to backslide a long time ago, Todd. And he wasn't able to do it. So he's going to try his best to try to get us to be like Mephibosheth, if you want to, that I say that right. And tried us to get to get us to live in below his his privilege, brother Lawrence. But I got to look at it, Mephibosheth, and the Bible says he was the son of Jonathan, and basically his papa was Saul, which was the king. If you want to go ahead and, and look at how that is, but you know, Mephibosheth was not not sitting at the king's table. He, he was out. Uh, I guess he was down, beat down, and, and if you kind of look at him, he was lame. He was crippled. He was a man uh, probably didn't have a lot of. Uh, he did what wasn't encouraged a lot, brother Chris. Probably was down upon himself and uh, said, "What's the use? I, I'm a no." Nobody. I'm just barely getting by. I'm, I'm not really in the kind of humble type man, if you want to say it that way. But, but you know, if you look at what, what Mephibosheth was, he had royal blood flowing through his veins, whether you realize that or not. You say, man, and whether you know that or not, the devil couldn't take that away from him because he was his papa was Saul. You say, man. So I looked at that situation. I look what the devil tries to do to all of us here tonight. He tries us to get to live below where we need to live. You say, man. And we all need to be the Bible. There's a song always comes to me when I get to looking at this. I think it's an old song. They sing that Jesus has the table spread where the saints of God are fed. You say, man, come and dine. He invites us all, every one of us. I don't know how the words go, but he invites us all to come and dine. But I got to looking at how a lot of us, we just barely, or we're getting used to just getting by, if you want to say it that way. We're just, we're just looking for a crumb to get us from one service to the next service. Service, or just a, a, a spiritual crumb, I guess is what I'm trying to say here tonight. A crumb just enough to feed us, just enough to satisfy us, just enough to get us through the next revival or the next big meeting that we're going to have. We want to have this preacher come and that preacher come. But I don't know about you, but I didn't come tonight with a cup. I come with a bucket, honey. I want to go home with more than just a little cup. They say I'm, drink- they say I'm drinking from a saucer because my cup has overflown. But to 
tonight I want to come with a bucket honey I want to leave here with a dump truck honey with the blessings of God tonight and that is for us tonight but I'm saying tonight a lot of us are like Mephibosheth I'm not saying you're lame I'm not saying you're crippled but I'm saying you're not where you need to be you say man I'm not even saying you're backslid I'm not even saying you're lukewarm or cold or indifferent I'm just saying you're not at the king's table you're royalty baby you're royalty if you want to look at it in the way that it is you know what what makes you royalty is the blood of Jesus Christ it's royal blood flowing through your veins tonight whether you're going to acknowledge that or not a lot of us are like Mephibosheth don't get me wrong what I'm saying when I talk about no more crumbs these times in my life in my spiritual life brother Todd I've been tickled to death to got a crumb you say man a crumb a crumb ain't much man. it ain't much but you know what it'll get you by it'll get you by to the next meeting or the next service you know what I can't live on your blessing I can't live on your shelf I got to have an experience for myself you say man I've got to have a dose of this for myself I like what brother Todd said times what this world needs today honey is a dose of the ghost you say man and if you get a dose of the ghost tonight honey and experience what the true meaning of this is tonight I'm saying tonight they said God is expecting you to live high I'm not saying they go out here and live high and mighty and go around with a nose stuck up in the air I believe we need to be humble people kind people showing kindness to people you say man but I'm saying tonight that we need to take authority and look at where our position as it with God and it is around the king of gods but Mephibosheth was the same way he was lame he was he was kind of out on his own and he let the devil sit right there and talk him into being a lower standard I'm a cripple I'm a nobody I'm just barely getting by I'm just going to use this crumb here and that crumb there but little Mephibosheth no King David was about to call his name he said is there anybody out there that's even kin to Jonathan that's in Saul's family and here comes Ziba yeah there's somebody out there and here's well I heard the world come how they come up with the name Ziba I don't know how the world they did but I can't understand how they come up with a lot of the names in the Bible anyway but I got to look at is there anybody out there and I'm saying tonight God has his chosen people and that is us tonight that are born again by the spirit of God have our names wrote down in the Lamb's book of life been washed been cleansed but it goes a little further than that honey you need to realize the position that you're in tonight and take authority of the position you're in tonight you have access to the throne of grace you have access to the king's table to come right up to the king's table and eat from the king's table but I'm afraid tonight a lot of us are second are settling for leftovers if you want to say it that way we're settling for what just falls off the table or something we might take out I'm talking about spiritually now but I'm saying tonight there is a time in my life that I would love to have a crumb brother junior there was a time in my life that I've crawled into a church pew about as low as you can get feeling about as worthless as you can get and all of a sudden a song will come on somebody will say a preached word somebody will stand up and testify and it'll be right for me you know what I'm going to do I'm going to reach and grab that crumb and pull it up to me I'm going to reach and grab that crumb you know what that may not be much of some people but you know what it'll keep you going it'll feed you just a little while it'll help you just a little while but I'm saying tonight there's more than crumbs in this honey there's more than just having a crumb come along every once in a while what are you saying I can look across America today and see 
a lot of people today that are supposed to be called Christian people and I look at them today and I believe they're malnourished if you want to say it that way they're not fed you can tell I've been eating a lot and Todd's been eating a lot we ain't been eating crumbs honey we've been pulling right up to the table right up to KFC like he said right there I'm saying tonight I don't like to leave anything on my plate do you I like to get everything that I can get down inside of me I learned that a long time ago when you have children and you go out and eat somewhere you have to pay so much for food you hate to leave anything laying on the table any kind of crumb here crumb there so we just try to we try to bag it you know what I try to do I try to cram it down my neck before I go home because I know what that big bill is coming there to do but I'm saying tonight a lot of us tonight are living below where we need to be living tonight Jesus has the table spread where the saints of God are fed he just asks us to come and dine tonight and I come to tell you the same way Mephibosheth did he probably didn't feel worthy and I don't feel worthy a lot of times can I go ahead and say that tonight the Bible says that all righteous is nothing but filthy rags I ain't nothing but a sinner saved by the grace of God but you know what when I become a man saved by the grace of God or a woman saved by the grace of God you have authority to come and eat at Saul's table you have authority you're in the family you're in the royal family you need to be treated that way you don't need to be run down you don't need to treat your look at yourself like you're a second hand person it said for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him you would not perish but you'd have everlasting life I'm glad that he'll go to the lowest places and pull out a Mephibosheth or somebody that is broken down that is crippled that don't think they're worth this or worth that I see people in the Bible all the way through the Bible I believe it was I believe it was blind I'm just talking I believe it was blind Bartimaeus that was sitting by the wayside of begging the world probably didn't think much about it at him but you know what Jesus was passing by there one day and he hollered at him he said hey Jesus thou son of David would you have mercy on me the crowd told him just to hold his peace you're disturbing him you're making a noise but you know what he may have been a second hand person there he may have been a nobody there he may have been a blind man there but I come to tell you tonight he hollered out that much more and that's what I'm saying tonight that Jesus may be calling you to a higher walk with him he has a table spread for all of us today my minds are going about five different ways here I'm going to try my best to finish this the way that I can the Bible says a rich man and Lazarus you know the story of how that goes that Lazarus sat by the gate just begging to be cred from the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table the Bible says the dogs came by and would lick his sores and I just tell you not but the Bible says a rich man died and went on into torment and he's still begging for that one drop of water that he ain't going to get but I'm talking about Lazarus and I've seen that and compared that to the church today a lot of us today are a whole lot like Lazarus we're just sitting at the gate and when we need hell on hell We're sitting at the gate, just catching a crumb here and there. Come on. Can I get in the floor? I'm going to tell you what a lot of problem is with the church today. We're under the table. We need to be at the table. Come on. We're used to getting kicked around. <laughs> I was, 
Can I just talk? I was talking to Jeff Scaff yesterday. I looked at him and we said, you may get offended at me what I'm fixing to say, but that'll be all right anyway. I'll hug you up at the door. We got all these religious groups out there today. I'm going to get in trouble, but I'm going to say it anyway. We got the Jehovah Witnesses. We got the Mormons out there. that are doing. They'll do whatever they've got to do to get out with this false religion that they're trying to put out anyway. But they'll go into the highways and the hedges. They'll knock on doors and do everything they have to do to promote a false doctrine. Can I go ahead and say that right there? But we and him got to look at some man. If us Christians would stand up more like that and be what we are called to be. Come on now. I read a sign the other day. Said don't look, don't look at somebody and tell them you go to jail for your belief when you won't even when you won't even go down there and visit them anyway. You say, man, so don't even start that stuff with me. But me and Jeff was talking about that, and we looked at one another, and we was amazed at how them and the Democrats, can I go ahead? You you won't get mad at me. That'd be all right anyway. How they're, they're willing to stand up for what they believe in, whether it is wrong. You say, man, killing babies is wrong. Can I get an amen? Don't fall out with me. Come on now. A woman and a woman is still wrong. I know we're living in the new society today. I know we're living in a new generation today. But when a man tries to marry another man that is gay, you say, man, that is an abomination in the eyes of God. And if your party, your church, your denomination stands behind that and promotes that, that is false. You say, man, that is wrong. That's what I'm trying to say here tonight. If we Christians would stand up with authority that we say that we have, we've been backed into the corner too long. We've been like Mephibosheth. I don't know how I've got off on this. We've been been like Mephibosheth way too long. We've sat back in our little bitty huddles. We're afraid we're going to offend somebody. Afraid we're going to hurt somebody. I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings. It's time that the church, the Bible says as for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. It's time for the church today to stand up while being like Mephibosheth. You may be lame. You may be crippled. But if you have royal blood flowing through your veins you have the authority to come to the master's table and take part what is truly yours anyway I've lost you on the campaign tour here I ain't got against you if you're a democrat how'd I get off on this You know, I believe the church is waking up a little bit. I'm just preaching my heart. And you know what I think a lot of it is? And you may not agree with me or you may not agree with Jeff Scaff. That's fine anyway. But I know what it is. A little bit of it. And I don't even know if the man that's even shaking us, I'm going to get in trouble. And I don't agree with everything he goes along with. But I'm going to go ahead and say his name in And that is our president of our United States of America. I don't go along with everything he does, but he don't back down from nobody. Everything he does ain't right. Come on now. I'm not promoting everything he goes for, but I'm saying tonight he takes authority in the red, white, and blue and stands up for what most of the church today has been looking for a long time. We've been pushed under the rug. We've been backed down, but we got somebody now that'll stand up and fight for what the church says today. I'm saying, how do I get 
Some of you frowning at me already. That'd be all right. You may not come back. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Come on now. Trump may not even be saved. That's fine. That's between him and the Lord. That ain't enough for me anyway. But I know one thing. We're headed in a different direction than what we was. And we got somebody that'll stand and look them in the eye and call what it is. If it's white, it's white. And if it's black, it's black. We don't cut this corner and cut that corner for this. And we don't, I don't know how I've got off on this. But I'm saying, I've got to get off this. I've got to get on to something else. I'm saying tonight the devil is trying its best to cripple us down the same way my fibula chef was. He's trying his best to get us to live below the standard that we're supposed to be in. How many's ever said, I don't, I'm, I'm talking my, my mind's going 500 different ways right now. How many's ever, I ain't got many on board right now. I see a lot of you may have turned against me while I'm preaching this but that'll be alright anyway. I did have a few standing there but I got two women tonight. It's just where two or three are gathered. That's all I need tonight. You can raise your hand and, and, and wave at me and smile if you're with me. Are you an American tonight? Come on now. Are you a born again Christian tonight? Then you better be liking what I'm preaching here tonight because I'm preaching what thus saith the Lord. I'm not up here trying to promote Trump or the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. I'm up here trying to present our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and that and that alone. He is the way, the truth, and the life tonight. And there is no other way. There is no other way. There is no other way. There is no other plan. There is no other idea that can get you to heaven and see your sin been forgiven. Why do we walk around defeated? Why do we walk around defeated all the time? There's royal... Every one of us claims to be saved. Why do we walk around like we're defeated? Kicked around, crippled, lame like Mephibosheth, is that right? There's royal blood flowing through your veins. Johnny, you're just as important as the people at the White House. Come on, how have I got off on politics again? Girls, you're just as important as anybody that sings on TBN or on this or on that. There's royal blood flowing through your veins tonight, but yet instead, we're just trying to catch the crumbs that fall from the table, and we need to get out from under the table and get at the table and get fed and get blessed and get nourished. We're malnourished Christians. We've been defeated. We don't eat right. I'm talking about spiritually. There's things we we just picked this up. We're eating junk food. Oh, yeah, that's me. Amen. Just getting something and going. Well, I just thought I'd drop by Egypt tonight, grab me something and get on out there and go right back. It'll help you for a little while, but we need to get rooted. We need to be grounded. We need to be, oh now, how many have ever been preaching and sanctified? We need, to be, we need to get on the rock and stay on the rock and live on the rock and die on the rock and stay at the rock because the winds is going to blow. The storms is going to come. It's going to rain. It's going to flood. But those that are founded 
stand upon the rock. You can't shake us. We've been there. We'll be, hey, the devil told us to quit a long time ago. He said we weren't going to make it a long time ago. You know what? Some of them bowed over and give up. Some of them bowed down and give up. They turned in their Bible. They turned in their cross. They give this up. They give that up. And all of a sudden, they're sitting way out there in the hot pens of this world with the stink and the mock and the mire on them. You know what he... You know what he done to that prodigal when he come home? He said, I'm, he was sitting there, boys. You know, I preach that all the time. But you know what he done to him, Brother Junior? When he come back up over that hill, Brother Todd, you come back, son, you got to sleep in the barn. No. Nope. You ain't sleep in the barn, son. You may be backslid tonight. You may have crawled in these pews tonight. But you know what? You don't have to sleep in the barn. You don't have to sleep with the animals. You don't have to live in the stink and the milk and the mire anymore. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying you need to come to the table. You need to come up here to this table and get and get nourishment and get help for you and get strengthened for you. Because there's a battle out there. It's out there. There's a roaring lion out there. It's seeking whom? That he made of her.